We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Yeah, Brian Mazeroski, Joe Beamer here with you on WBEN on the first nice day of the week. Joe, how's it going? I'm very happy that the first nice day of the week is a Friday. A bit of a tease this morning, though, Brian, because I walked out to the car, frost all over it, had to uh, had, had to start it up a little bit. Um, but very, very happy the way it's looking out now and uh, can't wait to enjoy this weekend. What a weekend to be home. Looks nice. Yeah. What do you mean? For me, what a weekend to be oh. home. Oh, yeah. You're never <laughs> in western New York in a weekend. Um, Not in the fall, no. But, no, it's going to be great. Uh, loving the look outside. Awesome stuff. Joe, happy birthday today to Judge Judy, 80 oh, years young. Just an icon. Judge Judy is an icon. She really is. Oh, yeah. I, Judge Judy, 803-0930 to be with us this morning, 803-0930. I mean, on the list of TV people who are beloved, she has to be up there. Like a bajillion episodes of Judge Judy. And I don't know, it got me thinking about these shows, Joe, that are on. Her show was on at like 6, I think, around here. 6 and 6.30. You also you always got a double header oh, thanks double to Fox dip. 29. Um, but like those shows that air anywhere from like 1 in the afternoon all the way to 6. Oh, yes. I mean, it is just a different brand of daytime reality drama TV that's been with us forever. Whether it was Ricky Lake and Jerry Springer and then Maury or things like The People's Court and Judge Judy, it's just real-life conflict being played out for our enjoyment. Some people call it trash TV or a guilty pleasure, but I don't think so. I In it, it, many cases, these were actually entertaining. It, it, it is a guilty pleasure. It, it's, it's quite entertaining. I would say this kind of programming peaked in the mid-90s, right? The shows you mentioned, you know, Judge Judy, Jerry Springer, uh, Ricky Lake. 97, um, 98. Yeah. I think that was the heyday. What was the other one? Uh, Jenny Jones? Was that one? I don't remember that one. But, you know, they really... Uh, hit their peak and it's amazing to see the ones that still survive today judge judy on a different platform but judge judy's still around now as judy justice the shows don't really exist anymore i mean they do but they don't they're not i i, I want to say they're not as good the, the truth be told like i'm never watching them they're not <laughs> as good guess what's still in syndication old jerry springers are still airing every day on um, on broadcast television in syndication but from... You, like, I couldn't name you 
what aired there now. I could a couple times. I see on at the gym. Uh, I'll be there in the afternoon, and I'll see uh, Jerry's old bodyguard has a show, and I'll see um, there's like a, there's a couple of court shows going. Oh, that's the one that I saw the other day. There's a paternity court show. Yeah. That's it's like the the Maury show in a courtroom in a courtroom with like a Judge Judy type character um, right there. I the these shows, though. So I, I say they're not as good now because I just can't imagine them being as interesting or wild as they were in the 90s or were allowed to be, I should say. Yes. In the 90s. Uh, but in reality, I don't know. I don't watch them anymore. But do you watch? Did you watch? 8030930. Did you have a favorite of these? And these drama, the drama that these shows provided. I remember we talked once like Maury, Maury's gone. His show's ending. He's going into retirement. It was like the end of an era. But I, I really don't think it was a guilty pleasure. Like it was so mainstream. And honestly, it was so interesting. Like, the, the Kardashian show would be a guilty pleasure because I've seen some of these shows. My wife watches some of these shows. And I'm just, I'm looking at what's going on. And I'm like, this is the stupidest thing they've ever put on TV. It, like, there's, I'm just following around these rich people. They're not particularly interesting. Any drama there is just so clearly made up for TV or is just the most ludicrous problem for a person to have ever that like that's a guilty if you're watching that you should feel guilty jerry springer maury like i it it's guilty in a way of like these are actual people's lives yes but you're watching like that is real drama like this is a life changing moment it's not Oh, I'm a billionaire and my cod was dry at the five-star restaurant or whatever is on TV now. Like these are people's lives at like huge turning points that they're just showing on TV. And like the raw emotion that comes from a secret that isn't unveiled until you're doing it live on stage in front of a studio audience. It's insane to think that it actually happened. Yeah, and you know the paternity court to me—I I have not seen this one—but uh, to me that seems like it would just take a little bit away because you know the Maury Show would set it up right. So and so's here for their first, second, third, whatever, how many times uh, they bring so and so out. The crowd is always on one person's side against the other, and then they get the results, and usually someone runs off the stage. I'm not sure anyone's running out of the courtroom like that. And the camera guy's right behind them, following them backstage. Like, that really added to the last half hour of Maury. You really wouldn't have to watch the first half hour. That's when they set everyone's story up. The lie detector test and the DNA test, second half hour. That's when you wanted to tune in. The thing with the, I was thinking this, so when I passed by the TV and I saw paternity court, I was like, oh, man. And then I, then I thought about the Maury show, and I'm thinking, you know what, the reality show that you really want to see is Children of Maury. And, and like something like that, where you fi you find out what happened to the kids whose parents were on Springer or Maury or some of these courtroom shows, and like what is I always feel bad for you know whoever's involved because just the not even the situation, just the decision 
to go on that show. I'd be interested to know if anybody knows somebody who's ever been on one of those shows. But the decision to go on one of those shows just illustrates a, a very poor decision-making ability off the get-go. But then, I, and I would even say that goes for, like, could you imagine being on Judge Judy, Joe? No. Like, Judge Judy, the disputes were nowhere like, you know, Jerry Springer had. Well, no, no. Right, like, were... it's a totally different, it's like small claims court. Yeah, a lot of times it was a tenant bringing their landlord. But, like, could you be, could you imagine being, I couldn't, imagine being the person <laughs> who takes my small claims court case and was like, yes, I would like to broadcast this in front of the nation. No. Like, going to court is not a fun thing. No, it's not. Let me it's tell you. Like, to be embroiled on either side of that dispute is not a great thing. To take that moment and say, yes, I want to draw as much attention to this as possible, I can't imagine being that person. No, I don't think I'd sign off on that. Um, but many people doing 6,200 shows of, as Judge Judy, 120 shows and counting as uh, Judy Justice. I'll tell you, and out of all those court shows, and I've watched a few, I I, when I had a babysitter in Hornell. Uh, this is what we watched. This was our summer, Brian. Let me tell you. We would watch Jerry Springer, Maury, Sally, uh, the People's Court, uh, Judge Judy, all of those, and then we'd get to watch uh, Nick Jr. in the afternoon. There weren't a lot of babysitters available, I'm guessing. <laughs> no, not, not in Hornell. <laughs> um but you know, so I, I watched a lot of these uh, a lot of these shows. Obviously, Jerry Springer was the best, I think, of that setup, and I think uh, uh, Judge Judy was the best of the courtroom setup. There were good ones. Ed Koch was great with the People's Court. Judge Mathis was uh, always an enjoyable show um, for me. I mean, I in college, Brian, I watched a lot of these shows. A lot of my afternoons were the Young and the tell. Restless and these shows. I can tell. Well, it's also a channel on Pluto now. That has nothing but these old, whatever you want to call them, shows on a station called Nosy. And you know, I used to watch Blind Date, Maury, Jerry Springer, all on this channel. On this channel, I am oftentimes sitting here just left speechless by the things you know. <laughs> the Pluto Channel, like what are you? And then what? It's what? called the Nosy Channel. My wife and I have actually watched this a few times. We can't find anything on How TV. Do you- how do you have time to find this? Like, where, what is this? I'll t- so this is what happened. Uh, couldn't find anything on cable. This was, you know, I think during the pandemic. Couldn't find anything on cable. Uh, so went to Pluto, which is a bunch of free Viacom channels, and flipped around, flipped around, and I saw Jerry Springer was on. I clicked it. It's a Jerry Springer from, like, 96, and they're yelling. The cursor button's going off. It was great. So now, every now and then, when I'm looking for something to watch, I'll go to that. It's usually Maury or Springer all on this Pluto channel. just it's so interesting to me that the the amount of knowledge that's in your brain of where to find a useless knowledge a jerry springer episode from 96 that's right through what cable provider and channel is like that's incredible to me pluto tv that leaves me free tv it's just it's just something that was sitting there and we hey during the pandemic i watched a lot of tv and i got to know a lot of uh, these different apps and what they offer i now the uh, person texting it, 8030930. I mean, did you judge Judy turning 80 today? Do you watch these shows? Are, are these your. I, I don't think you need to call them guilty pleasures. The reality shows of today, I think, are guilty pleasures. 
I would the, agree with that. These are, it's like their own genre. It's not quite reality. It's not quite a talk show. It's, I don't know, it's like this, it's real world drama. Played out in front of a studio audience. Yeah. Um, and a couple of people texting in on like the Judge Judy uh, that both parties win because there's no loser because you're getting paid to be on TV. I mean, I guess. I'm not sure it's worth it. That's it. But like you're flying out to Judge Judy. Instead of going around the corner to the local courthouse, you're flying to the Judge Judy studio, going through this whole thing. Have Judy yell at you. Your name's now on TV is like the Judge Judy. You know, your your cement business was on Judge Judy. That's not a great it's not a reference. No. That you, it's not like, hey, go check us out. Our reviews on TripAdvisor. No one's saying like, hey, go check us out. Episode uh, season nineteen, episode twenty three of Judge Judy. We were there getting sued. Um, <laughs> someone else saying the shows are phony, paid actors. Mm. I've heard that, but I, I, I know of. Now I don't know these people. I went to school. I know of two people that were on Judge Mathis, and I know that was a real. Uh, to my knowledge, a real case. Now, again, I don't know them personally. I just I, I went to school with them. Uh, they were on Judge Mathis, and to my knowledge, they're not actors. The there are some where I would believe that. I don't. I don't think that that's like every show is just a you know phony setup. Or, there's some of them I remember like watching at the time, being like, "This is just this cannot be real life." I don't think Springer was actors. See, that's the one show that I would point at some of the episodes and go, this cannot be real life. Some of the episodes. I don't think the yeah. whole No, no, series. not the whole series. Yeah. But, like, there are certain episodes where you're like, I feel like this is planned a little bit. But I loved it. Yeah. I, I used to love it back in the day. I remember in college, uh, me and a bunch of buddies were trying to plan a trip out to see Jerry Springer. Obviously, it never happened. But we wanted to be in that studio. I thought that would be a real... I still think that would be a cool experience if the show's not on anymore. To be to say I was in the audience for it a is, Springer show. You want to feel better about your predicament in life. You're having a down day. Yeah. You watch any one of these shows. Judge Judy, Jerry Springer. Like, at least I'm not standing there. See, now you know when you when you need that pick me up to go to the nosy channel. See the things you've learned <laughs> in the first twenty minutes of the show. The odds of me ever taking the time to figure out how to get to the nosy channel, Joe, are <laughs> slim to none. I'd have to tell you, uh, but no, I love the shows. I, they're again, I don't think they're guilty pleasures. I think they're a real thing. It, Judge Judy eighty today. Judge Judy eighty today, and she really set this off. I mean, think of it: the court shows now outnumber. The studio audience talk shows that we're talking about, right? I mean, Jerry Springer set up, you know, the the Maury show, the Sally show, all that. Could you put on Jerry Springer right now, though? I don't think they'd let that on TV. Not some of the er earlier seasons, no. Not on regular TV. Yeah, like the the channel I told you about, it will. But yeah, like I uh, every once in a while, like I'll be going through and a tweet will pop up or you know a New York Post story about what some lady on the View got in trouble for saying. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it. You know, Sharon Osbourne said something nice about Piers Morgan. Now she's off the she's show. She's off the view. Like, <laughs> Jerry Spring, mind you, who used to be on Jerry Springer every day, like <laughs> what they used to do every single time. Fists were th- being thrown um, every single time. 
they had a bell to incur. You remember that? Oh, when did they? Do add, I remember that? When did they add the bell to Jerry Springer? When a fist would happen, they'd go ding, ding, ding. Yeah, when someone would start standing up, and yeah, a chair would be thrown across the stage. We're not encouraging you to fight, but here's a bell to let you know that it's going down. That's right. Yeah, audience. I mean, it was. It was. But they couldn't do it anymore. I think you're right. I think that would you could not encourage the bell would definitely be yeah. the judge Judy stuff you could do. Yeah. But even Judy herself, you know, she's not on like the mainstream channels no, uh, the way she used to be. I feel like they say, "Oh, you're a little too mean" or something. That's probably it. I remember watching Judge Judy once and Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols was on it. Was I on think, Judge Judy? I I think he was being sued, oh. I would imagine. Wow. Um and that's how I knew. I was like, "Ooh, this is Rock and roll must be tough. <laughs> like you are, your band is world famous, and you're on Judge Judy. Something didn't go right. But some of those spinoff of those divor- uh, of those courts, like divorce court. I mean, that got very popular. See, it's so it, it's it's like why people love game shows. It's just something you can play along with. I watching an actual court case is boring with a jury. It's just. It's, yeah, I, I mean, in, from an entertainment standpoint, it's not supposed to be entertainment. That's the thing. Like, it's supposed to be about justice. Yeah. And, I mean, they're going through things. It's very, it's hard to follow a lot of times. There's a reason why they give jurors notepads to follow along with what's being said. It's not made for TV. They did the perfect thing. They took, like, the small claims, like, give me something simple. What's your dispute about? This one thing. All right. I want... $10,000 back because I loaned it to you and you never gave it back. And then the other person saying, no, it wasn't a loan. Well, I have the text messages here and Judge Judy's going to decide. I can figure that out in 10 minutes. Right. That's why they do two cases a show. And then you can argue about it at home. Hey, who should win here? Like that. It's the perfect thing. Well, remember, so the People's Court, when that first started, the guy from TMZ, uh, Howie Levin, that's how he got his start. They oh, yeah, would, he was uh, out on the street. On the street, they would be showing it live, like a TRL-type thing, and he'd be interviewing people. What do you think? Yeah, what do you think? What should happen? I loved it. The best part of the people, there are some uh, great post-game interviews, <laughs> for lack of a better term, <laughs> when they're walking out of the people's court. Yes. They're, they come out, and they go, you know, all right, uh, tough ruling in there. Um, How did you think it went today? I mean, it was he's like Bob Costas on the, the sidelines. How do you think it went today? Uh, you know, I really do. And sometimes there'd be fights, there'd be shouting. You know, yeah, outside the council would be standing behind them. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think it's great. Judge Judy, by the way, looking pretty good for eighty. Yes, I think so. I mean, still, still uh, on the bench, like you said, different uh, platform now. But uh, eighty, an icon, and, and Judge Judy is the one. If you think about it, you know, I think a lot of these other shows faded. Judge Judy, as you pointed out at the beginning of this, never lost her time slot. They didn't move Judge Judy to later. To a, she was always that, hey, 6.30, Judge Judy's on. When the, uh, the cases are real, the rulings are final. That's Judge Judy's court. Were they? The ruling's final? I mean, anything. I mean, were they legally binding? Anything can be appealed. <laughs> Sweet. <no. laughs> can, can you, you go to Judge Mathis to, to appeal the Judge Judy decision? <laughs> Nothing. That would be a great spinoff. <laughs> Judge Judy's was originally just a spinoff of the People's Court. People's Court appeals yeah. on Judge Judy. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Beamaz and Beamer here, uh, and we'll be here with you. I found an interesting report, Joe, Yes. on how uh, Halloween candy prices have increased and what has increased the most. Uh-oh. The answer may surprise you.
It's probably the best candy. And it's coming up next. All right. <laughs> BMS and Beamer on WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Ryan Mazeroski, Joe Beamer, here with you on WBEN on a Friday. And, Joe, we had a, uh, a big tease the last segment. I have in front of me the change in Halloween candy prices from last year to this year. And let me tell you, the price of everything is up. You don't need me to tell you that. The price of goods and services has skyrocketed. Yes. But there are some candies that have soared in cost more so than others. And I think this is a pretty interesting chart to look at because I don't, you know, I, I just had no idea. I always assumed, Joe, that the price of like a candy bar was just the same. <laughs> like I, I don't buy candy, so I just kind of like look at it as if I'm buying a Reese's or a Snickers or a bag of M&Ms or whatever is in that end aisle. I, for some reason in my mind, I never look at it, but I'm always just like of the mind that it would all just be the same price. Yeah, it's we're talking just like the candy, a candy bar when like, you're waiting to pay, buy your groceries. Yeah, yeah, but like a dollar. It's not the no, not the case at all. <laughs> Definitely not a dollar anymore. And it, it makes sense that they're all kind of different prices, different things inside, right. different prices, um, and. From looking at some of these charts, Axios uh, reporting the latest Halloween candy market prices, that I didn't know this. Typically, the fruity candies, like the candy candies, are less expensive than the chocolatey candies. So expect more Skittles and Starburst this Halloween season. That's right. Uh, Skittles and Starburst were less expensive than things like Kit Kat. Twix, Reese's, Snickers, Butterfinger even on the less expensive end. Okay. A little like less chocolate. I'm not a Butterfinger person. I mean, I, I don't eat candy candy bars anymore, but when I did, I was a huge Butterfingers fan. I just don't like it just gets caught in your teeth. Yeah. It's like that or anything with the toffee. It's just, 
I uh, it, it it becomes a chore. You eat it, Butterfinger. It's it's not that great to begin with, but you eat it, crunches, gets stuck in your teeth. Then it's like ah, oh, now I got to pick this out of my teeth for the rest of you know the hour or something like that. I mean, when I regularly ate candy. Butterfinger and Three Musketeers were the two candy bars I would always go for. Three Musketeers, that's interesting. I like that. Most people, and I understand why, are just like, why would you eat a Three Musketeers? Oh, it's delicious. I mean, it's good. Marshmallow. But it's also like, so you have Three Musketeers. The Milky Way replaces half the Three Musketeers with caramel. Yeah. So, like, it's, it is better now. I used to love Three Musketeers. It was one of my favorites when I was a kid. But you realize, all right, the Milky Way, all right, I, I understand it's better. Yeah, and the Snickers, better. you take the Milky Way and you just add in peanuts. And you're like, wow, yeah, I am getting, I'm getting even more. And now now you look at the Snickers and compare it to the Three Musketeers, you're like, it's just a Snickers without two-thirds of the good stuff. Yes, but if I remember correctly, the Snickers bar is smaller than the Three Musketeers bar. Mm, I don't know. I, how much? Yeah, how much can it be? That's a good point. How I just remember thinking this. This was my, you know, as a child, thinking that, I'm going to take the bigger candy bar, which was the Three Musketeer. But do you have a guess as to, you know, of the main candies in Halloween, which jumped in price the most? But 42, according to Axios and Dad Assembly, 42% more you're paying for this candy in 2022 as opposed to last year. I was going to say everyone's favorite uh, candy because why wouldn't it be? Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. No, that, oh. I mean, everything's seen in Upgrade. But Reese's, um, a little bit less. Reese's has increased in price 13%. Reese's and Snickers, by the way, the most expensive candies when it comes to the main Halloween candies, uh, where you're going up to, what, like $7? I'm trying to look at from this For a candy bar? It's not not for one candy bar, but like, what must it be? Because like the bag of candy that you see this at is the a, grocery store. This is a. It must be that. This is a terrible, terrible uh, chart that doesn't tell you the unit that oh. you're. You know, it tells you the price, <laughs> but it doesn't tell you average retail. I'm assuming it's a bag of fun size. The bag, okay. Um, because that it's Halloween candy. So Snickers and Reese's, the most expensive. No oh. surprise there. No. Next. You have any guesses? After Snickers and Reese's, I'm yeah. gonna say if because and remember I said chocolatey candies yeah. the more expensive ones. Reese's is my favorite. I'm just gonna go my second favorite because that's usually what's expensive. Kit Kat bars, almost right. Kit Kat's ah. right there, right under the Twix. Oh, I forgot about Twix. Yeah, Twix and Kit Kat. By the way, my two favorite. Okay, there you go. I I love Twix and Kit Kat. When I was a kid, you would pour that candy bag out after trick-or-treating. Uh, Reese's and Kit Kat, I get very excited for. Butterfinger, you rarely got, but when you did, that was exciting too. Three Musketeer, the little square, cool. Everything else, ugh. <laughs> Unless you got a box of nerds. I did like when people mm-hmm. would hand out boxes of nerds. I like that. Pop Rocks? Uh, no, thank you. You could get all my chocolate for a little bit of uh, Pop Rocks. Just oh, that's, that's an exciting candy you don't get too often. 803 would by have, the way. I would have liked to have you to trade with when I trick-or-treated. Least favorite, most favorite. What are you giving out um, this Halloween? Uh, but we still haven't gotten to the thing that has increased in price the most from last year to this year. Chocolate? No, I didn't say it was chocolate. Okay. I just said it was. But it, it did go from one of the least expensive candies to now costing about as much as a Kit Kat or a Crunch Bar. Hmm. We haven't mentioned M&M's yet. 
Haven't mentioned M&Ms. They've increased in price 14%. And now it's about uh, where... Um, M&Ms used to be way more expensive than Skittles. But now they're about the wow. same. Skittles, Skittles, you're paying 42% more for Skittles than you were at Halloween time last year. Skittles! What's What gives at the Skittles factory? 42% more. Less rainbows. That must be it. Didn't we get some bad news on Skittles? You would think they'd be... What did we get bad news on Skittles? Something about the color they used. Wasn't there a lawsuit brought against Skittles? Oh, what? It's right? not. It's not actually made in a rainbow. Is oh. that what? <laughs> like the people are suing the Texas Pete hot sauce because yeah. it's actually made in North Carolina. <laughs> now somebody's probably suing Skittles because the commercials are misleading. Oh, this doesn't actually come from a rainbow. And I was, uh, I thought from your commercial that it did. I thought there was something about the the food coloring they used on Skittles, but that is surprising. Skittles was. Skittles was one that, you know, you wouldn't go a Halloween without, but it wasn't anywhere close to the most popular um, trick-or-treat. Excuse me, Bart Simpson doesn't actually eat Butterfingers, <laughs> and I was under the impression that he did. <laughs> I am suing you for $2 million. It's the reason I ever tried Butterfingers was because of Bart Simpson. <laughs> but no, Skittles. I love Skittles. I love uh, Skittles. I like Starburst. I always seem to like the, uh, and Joe, my one of my all-time favorites, Mike and Ike's. Mike and Ike's. If I see a twisty quarter thing, and you've got Mike and Ike's in there, and I I see a quarter anywhere on the floor in my pocket somewhere nearby, I am putting a quarter in the machine, twisting the knob, sticking out my hand Even for a today? bunch of Mike and Ike's. Even today? Because I always question how long that's been sitting there. Now that's a very probably a long time. But I mean, what's it, what's it going to do? It's a Mike and Ike. It doesn't go bad. It's good a point. sugar pill. It's a good point. All right. It's. I think that is the placebo they use in uh, clinical <laughs> studies. Is a Mike and Ike. Because I was at I was at Eastern Hills a few days ago and walked by the the uh, twenty five cents machines and there was something that looked really good, but I didn't know how long it's been sitting there, so I kept walking. I. You know what is? I, they yeah, you're put right. Stuff in the machine that you know it's probably not going to go bad. It's a. Since when are we worried about the freshness of a Mike and Ike? I'm going back there today and getting the Like candy. the freshness of a Skittle. It's not exactly milk. <laughs> it has a little bit of a longer shelf life. I'm pretty sure that all the Skittles in all the quarter machines would last through a nuclear winter. Okay. <laughs> and remain untouched. It would be the Roaches and the Skittles and the Mike and Ikes, and they'd all be there just fine. All right. That's, I'm going back today. I'm going to get that candy because it's yeah. something I had not seen in a while. I always do it. I love it. You know, and it's just the perfect handful. You put a quarter in. I mean, some of the machines give you, you, you know, gives you like half, and you're like, come on, really? What's Sometimes going you have on? to go reach through to get the rest of it. Um, but I it, like the perfect amount to just take in your handful, put it all in your mouth at once, chew it up. I loved it. Mike and Ikes. You know, another one I liked that I don't know if you see as much about um, was Mr. Goodbar, the uh, peanuts and uh, chocolate. Just peanuts and chocolate. That's a good one. A simple, the little, the little Mr. Goodbar crackle. I didn't care too much for just a regular Hershey's milk chocolate. Like, come on. Uh, but uh, special dark, you get all that. I liked when people gave you the three Hershey little uh, bars, and it was a Mr. Goodbar, a crackle. Oh, that would that would bring me some joy. I love the crackle. And I love the Crunch Bar. I love I like Ooh, that the Crunch Bar, the yeah. crispy. They're basically the same thing, yes. just made by different people. Of course. And yeah, th- those are great. One of my favorite candies of all time, licorice. I love licorice. Love Twizzlers. Twizzlers. Love red vines. Like any form of licorice, like black licorice, red licorice, cherry licorice, whatever. I love it. You know what I can't stand, Joe? What's that? The licorice 
the Twizzlers that they give out on Halloween. Oh, yeah. In the little plastic wrap, the fun-sized Twizzlers are not at all the same thing as a regular Twizzler. Right. It's a completely different candy. Yeah. How dare you call yourself a Twizzler? Yeah, they should just individually wrap the regular Twizzlers. Yeah, just give me... And, well, that's the other thing. The you, You've seen the bucket of yeah. Twizzlers, individually wrapped long Twizzlers. Those aren't the same either. Really? Any Twizzler that is individually wrapped is not a real Twizzler. That's disappointing. And it's not just, like, the packaging or something that, like, Twizzlers need to mingle to get their full flavor or something. No, it's not that. That's literally what I was just going to say. It's, uh, <laughs> it, it is not that. It is a different type of... Of you can smell it when you open up open up one of the you know hard plastic containers okay and then open up just a regular bag of Twizzlers you can just smell it right away it is a different smell a different flavor a different texture and everything I don't know how they've been getting away with it all these years because I was gonna say maybe it has something to do with you know a good Twizzler you have to peel off of the other Twizzlers the Twizzlers that you'd buy in the aisle in the checkout yes that are like the they're supposed to be the competitor to Snickers, a bag of M&Ms, like that. Those are real Twizzlers. Yes. Like, they put the actual thing in that, like, normal single-serving size Twizzler. But why they can't do that for Halloween and all these fun sizes, I just – someone's going to have to explain it to me. And that's the other – you can't unwrap it, as somebody points out on our text board. Always plastic left behind. Yes. I can't yep. stand it. It's yeah. the worst. Because it's my favorite candy. Just not on Halloween. I should be excited to get it in the bag. I remember being a kid, and it's just never the same. Yeah, I, I, I guess I don't remember getting that many Twizzlers, uh, but now I want to do the comparison. I, want, I, I think on Monday, I'm going to bring in a bag of regular Twizzlers and the individually wrapped Twizzlers, because I, I want to taste this difference that you're talking about. It didn't really uh, stick out to me. What... Uh, you know, we're talking about trick-or-treating. We're talking about the candy, actually, and trick-or-treating. Does anyone still give out king-size candy bars? With you know, King we're talking about size we're talking or, or like full size. Full size. I'm sorry, okay. because we're talking about prices going up. You're talking about Skittles going up forty some percent. Um, is is that done now? Are people still buying the 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 sorry the full size uh, candy? We had a house on our street, Brian, that did hand out, and I'm not misspeaking here, king-size candy bars. Uh, and let me tell you, the year they moved. And none of us kids put it together the next the next year and went and got fun size. It was a a huge letdown. Once uh, you that have Halloween. that reputation, you have to do it. I think so. Yeah, you have to do it. We give out freezy pops at our house. I think that's- we get so many kids. Yeah, candy's expensive, and I don't want leftover candy in the house. Like that's a you eat enough candy leading up to Halloween as it is. I'm you know now we're just stealing it out of and my. You have kids. that piece of candy every morning with your vitamins. That's, that's right. I'm already <laughs> eating my vitamin candy. Um, but we give out Freezy Pops. And the thing, it's like, all right, you don't want to give out. You want to, like, in full disclosure, we're cheaping out. Like, that is that's that is the idea behind giving out Freezy Pops. But you're not It's che- less expensive. You're not cheaping out 100%. You're so, not turning your light off and not giving out anything. Right. You have to give out something. We have a you know busy neighborhood. You have to give out something. And you don't want to give out something lame right you don't you don't want to have a disappointed look on a kid's face when they come here freezy pops is like the perfect little thing it's like hey you've been eating chocolate it's an unfrozen freezy pop take a drink 
Wash yeah. it down. Yeah. And or go freeze it and enjoy a freezing pot. Most kids seem to like it. It's different from everything else that you're getting. So even though it's a cheaper option, the there's no disappointment, at least so far, on the kids when you're handing them out. The most disappointed I was at Halloween, someone gave out notepads. See, like, that is what you don't want to do. <laughs> you don't remember much from trick-or-treating, uh, but I remember someone giving out notepads, and that's a that was a huge disappointment. A notepad? A notepad, just a little, like, That would Colum- seem to be, like, more expensive. Yeah, like a Columbo notepad, and, you know, that was dropped right in my trick-or-treat bag. I just like, what do you do for the, It's like they ran out of candy and just started, uh, what do we have around the house? As an adult, I look back and say, maybe that was it. That has to be it, right? <laughs> you don't turn your light on for notepads. You buy, you buy, you buy stock notepads at Office Depot to yeah. hand out? I mean, that's just kind of a strange, <laughs> you're is. an office supplier, right? <laughs> um, somebody said, all right, we had a neighbor giving out huggy drinks every year. It was always a great stop to look forward to. That's It's basically the same thing. You, you throw in two... Um, Freezy Pops. Oh, you give them two? You know, it depends on uh, how old you are, what the costume is. Okay, all right. If you are over 12, like noticeably, you're only getting one. Yeah. But for everybody else, you get two. And, you know, you got two. It's it's basically the same amount as a Huggy. Swing them back. I don't think there's anything wrong with the Freezy Pop. I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Freezy Pop, so of course I wouldn't think there's anything wrong. You ever have uh, the people who do, uh, this is going the cheap way. I didn't mind it. But it was always a little disappointing. People who pop popcorn put it in a Ziploc bag oh, yeah. and handed that yes, out. Yes, yeah. Uh, that I would. I no offense. I wouldn't eat that popcorn. Oh, I always ate it. No, no. When I was a kid, I mean, I ate. I don't care if I liked it or didn't. The wax bottles. I hated those. Yeah, but I still. If it was in the candy bag, I'm still eating it. Oh no! If, if, if I would choke down. Anything and everything that's in that bag at Halloween time. If there was candy that me or my sister would not like, that, those would sit in the kitchen. And New Year's Day, my parents, I think, would finally throw away the old uh, candy. I wish we had, would have a picture of, like, December trick-or-treat bag in the candy that's in there. Because that would be the candy that was, that and the notepad would go down as the most disappointing candy every year. <laughs> The notepad would be a pretty disappointing yeah, piece That of was candy. only one year, but what I'm saying is that would go down as disappointing candy. You ever try and bite into the notepad? Maybe it was edible? <laughs> no, I think... They're like sheets of gum, like Big League <laughs> Chew or something like that. Somebody used to say, oh, I used to love those little wax pop bottles. How? It was like the littlest bit of sugar. Imagine Now, imagine this. People were giving out the, the wax Coke bottle. You had to bite off wax and spit out. Gross. Yeah. And then you drank like... I, how much is in that? It's barely even a, that might evaporate before it hits your tongue. Yeah, more work than actual. There's nothing in there. You're getting a hundred times the amount of what's in that uh, little bottle in one freezy pop. Is that an exaggeration? I don't think so. No, you get more than a hundred percent. You're you're tripling your uh, your return. Um, someone's saying someone gave out milk bones one year. <laughs> that might be disappointing. Did you try it? Were they individually wrapped? I mean, yeah. Were they fun size milk bones, or were they the full size? This reminds me. If you want, to, you know, since you were so surprised by my uh, my knowing about the Nosy Channel, have you ever accidentally eaten a dog treat? No. So when I was in high They're school, they're usually pretty clearly marked. So when I was in a high school, I was at my buddy's house, and 
his mom had dog treats on the kitchen counter. Okay? Now, I always looked at these things, never knew what they were. One night, and I, you know, this is when I was quite heavy, so I, you know, hey, a snack, let's By go. the way, I just want to point out, this is not accidentally eating. This is you seeing something, Did, wanting it, grabbing it, and eating it. Hold on. Did not know it was a, a dog treat, though. <laughs> but, but It was on the kitchen counter. So I go over there, I grab it, I start eating, I go, this doesn't taste that good. And my buddy informed me that, yes, that is a dog treat. It's a dog treat that has something in the middle of it. And um, yeah, I went on to spit it out. But I, that was my one accidentally consuming a dog treat. <laughs> That's not an accident. You picked it up with your hand. I thought it was human you food. You put it in your mouth. I thought it was human food. It didn't have any kind of label on the ba- on the box. And it- I would accidentally eating one would be there was accident. There was a dog treat inside like my box of Nilla wafers, and I grabbed two, ate it, and that I accidentally ate a dog treat. Okay, that would I be an accident. Ate it, but I didn't know it was a dog treat. Okay, That's I don't know a how, how I don't know how you word that. What were they shaped like? It was a little like uh, it looked. It could easily have been a piece of candy. Like it was a little, I don't know, like little round thing. It, it looked like maybe a, a bigger Mike and Ike. If that to go back to what you were talking about, but it was not. You know, it was. I, I don't know. I thought it was maybe a baked good. I I I, I tried it. It wasn't what I thought it was. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> was it a begging strip? No. <laughs> No, it was a little. Was it so a bigger Mike and Ike? Was it shaped like a little hot dog? Yes, but it, <laughs> it could. But it could have been mistaken. Uh, Didn't throw you off. It could have been mistaken for some kind of baked good little treat that you buy at the store and put into a jar. It, it, it honestly could have. If you would have seen it, I think you would have been. You would be more. Understanding. I need to see it now. Yeah. Well, you can't tell that story without the picture. I yeah, you're right. Can you get? Can he text you a picture? They probably still have it on the counter. I'll have to ask. I'll have to ask. Monday we'll see. Or if we do have they a now put it like way up where you can't reach? No, just let in me, case. Let me tell you, as someone who went to that house many times after that, they did not move that uh, that jar of dog treats. Oh, they should have. <laughs> the childproof. Uh, <laughs> they should have put it in a different jar. The dog. Just so you know, Joe, my uh, dog treats are in the. It's labeled dog. Well, see, that's the thing. That's it's, it. They're labeled. This was in a jar. This was in anything that you would have, you know, that most of us would have food in. That's just where they, but now as someone who does store their dog treats in a similar jar, I have understanding, but not on the kitchen counter. But like what other food would you put in a jar like that? Like unless you're a doctor's office. Well, as a kid, we always had a candy jar. You did? And and there was candy. Sometimes there were M&Ms. There was always something in there that you could open up. And now that I remember, my grandma had a cookie jar. It was a cow. Um, and you like open up the top half of the cow, and there'd be like Oreos in there. Yeah, but like that's the only place I've ever like any a candy jar. Never. Yeah, we had a little candy dish, and you know, oh, there's a little candy. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, if you're buying Skittles, sorry, sorry. pay more if that's your thing. Um, but you're paying more for just about everything. May I suggest, unless you live on my street, because we're the house, uh, Freezy Pop, you know, might be the way to go. Don't One per neighborhood is allowed. Right. So one you, house Your neighborhood's neighborhood. off limits, but everyone else, hey. And you know what? That's the good thing. We've staked claim. If somebody else tries to come around, people get mad. I think if you go to three houses and you get th- at three different times Freezy Pops. The third house? 
then you start to be like, all right, where's the hundred grand? Right. Yeah. But we're the first. We're the only. I agree. For now, one week away. A, a, a week and a few days away from Halloween. We'll be back here Monday, Joe. We will be back here Monday, Brian. Looking forward to that. Also, Hardline is back this Sunday live. We're doing a midterm preview with Ken Cruley, Dave Leventhal, and more. So hopefully you'll join us on Sunday here on WBEN. David is next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.